Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. I am so excited because I have the pleasure of bringing you a powerhouse of a girl boss, Bethany Ann George. Bethany is the follow-up boss and founder and creator of Bethany Ann Consulting. She works with solopreneurs and small business owners who feel overwhelmed at trying to connect and grow in a heart-centered way. Uh, I think all of us have been there, but her system for helping her clients grow organically with human focused connections is really, really cutting edge folks and very much necessary in this marketplace, especially in this world that we're trying to navigate with so much technology. So please help me welcome Bethany. (laughs) So happy you're here. Thank you, Bethany. I know you're being pulled in a gazillion different directions. So I am so grateful that you are here. How is, I can't believe we're almost midway through the year, but how's 2021? I know you've been busy, girl. (laughs) It has been a busy year for sure. So it's coming along pretty well. Um, You know, I've been using this year as an opportunity to to actually look for more opportunities to speak and teach and, and just tell more about not just follow up, but like business relationships and what is relation, how does relationships apply in the business world? Um, and I love talking about that. Like I'm constantly like, I love it. give me a platform. I'll talk. Yeah. And, and you're so good at, 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 at navigating those relationships in this space. Again, Bethany, like I said, uh, despite uh, the barriers that so many people face with, with us having to live in a technology world, you're just able to sort of get out of the screen and, and really love on your people. So I have the benefit of many conversations with Bethany, which I've been blessed by, but can you share a bit of your nutshell for, so that our audience can get to know you a bit? Absolutely. So I'll ask you real quick. I'll throw it at you as far as, do you want me to share just personal business? Like where, what in particular should I focus Whatever on? Whatever you want, girl. This is your show. <laughs> this, is your show. this is the Bethany Ann show. <laughs> awesome. Well, I always like to tell people, you know, when, when I say I'm busy, I've never used it as an excuse. Um, in our household, we have a total of five children at any point in time. Uh, most of them are teenagers. So like life is much easier. I remember when they were little toddlers and I, to this day, I see a mom with, a, you know, two to three little ones. And I'm like, it gets easier. I promise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't necessarily get simpler, but <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm navigating and juggling that. I actually think that juggling multiple children um, has helped me in the business world because it's at like, not just multitasking, but looking at how do you work smarter, not harder? How can I make this easier? You know, I'm a, a master meal planner, not because I'm super organized, but because I'm not super organized. <laughs> I know <laughs> I need to. it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, and combine that with the fact that I started entre- my entrepreneur journey when I was this big. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it was just kind of out of necessity. Like I wanted money to go to the, the carnival that came periodically to my neighborhood and me and my friends, you know, our families didn't have a lot of extra money. And so if we asked for it, they'd be like, mm, it's not an expense we need. I'd be like, okay, we'll go figure out how to make it ourselves. And we did. Beautiful. So, um, that's, you know, kind of a culmination of like that and just life led me down different paths to get me where I am now. And it's, it's been quite a journey for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. So, so Bethany, tell me a little bit about what, what your 
working on and and i mean i know that that what you do to breathe life into this space this this gap between that initial contact with a potential client and opening up that sales conversation is so important. And I know that's why everybody wants a piece of you. And I know that's why every time you do a live or every time you do any webinars, everybody's like, Let, let's, let's see what we can, what we can glean from her. But tell me, tell me what you're finding in that space, especially given what we've had to navigate now. Oh, How yeah. are you, what are you telling your, your clients or potential clients? Well, I think the space that I feel like gets forgotten the most, and I, you may even, you know, been on one of my webinars where I talked about this, this thing called the sales gap. Um, and really it's, it's this, the elephant in the room that nobody talks about mm -hmm. when we talk about sales, you know, most entrepreneurs who are in it because they love what they can teach are in it. Um, you know, they're heart centered. They, they care about people, right? They're not like, that traditional salesperson. They don't ever want to be that. Mm -hmm. That's because there's an area of sales that really is very toxic. Um, and that's what most of us have been taught. Uh, it's find a lead, you know, basically latch onto them and as mm -hmm. quickly as you can get them all the information and, and get them into your product. Um, and it feels very inauthentic and feels very yucky. That's, that's where that, you know, I don't want to be a salesperson right. here. People tell me all the time. I don't sell. Uh, you do honey, but yeah. you don't <laughs> do it like that. Uh, and I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Thank you. <laughs> um, but what, you know, what it is, is that there's this, this sales gap and that is that, and you know, initially meet somebody and you're like, how do I get them from here to overhear where they're ready to have that conversation about what is it I do and how much does it cost and how do I get signed up? Mm -hmm. And once you get somebody here and they have gotten there on their own, they're like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But how do I get them from here mm -hmm. to here? Right. That's the sales gap. And that really is where follow-up comes in. We think it starts somewhere in the middle where like someone says, Hmm, tell me more about what you do. And then follow-up begins until we close them. No, it starts way over here. Right. Um, and it's, it initially is just how do I build a relationship with this person? You know, how would you show up for a date? You know, how would you, if you're trying to, you know, you're trying to court somebody or whatever, how would you show up? How would you want that person to see you? Um, and, and kind of translate that into a business term. So it's, mm -hmm that initial contact where you have a conversation about you as a person and them as a person, and you find things to relate on, you find ways to serve them. You find ways to engage with them. You invite them to things that relate to what they want to know about. Mm -hmm. You know, those three words are actually words I use a lot with my clients, invite, engage, serve. Nice. Um, and all those build no like, and trust. Mm -hmm. Right. And as we grow that trust, we can move them down that line until we get somewhere in that middle where they're like, Hmm, tell me about what you do. And that takes intentionality too. Mm -hmm. The flip side of that is we could easily become friend zone. It's another yes, term. I, I love, I love, I love how you, how you did that. I was in that, in that webinar that you did also. And that was brilliant. I mean, mm -hmm. 
And I think that's where a lot of those people who are like, I hate selling people, they get stuck in that friend zone because they, they build that relationship. See, people are typically good at either one side or the other. So like for, you can see I'm using my hands as a scale here. <laughs> you meet somebody and you build that relationship. Some people can be great at that, but then they get stuck right here where they're like, they never ask me about my business. Right. So how do we get them from that to peaking interest so they can get them over here to potentially closing? Um, others are just really good at this end sales part of it. You know, once they're showing interest, they're like, oh yeah, I can get them interested. I can get them the information and we can get them to a close quickly, but they can't get them. They, they, they struggle. They try to start way over here. Right. Um, so really identify and where is it that you're, that you're stuck? Mm -hmm. Um, is it the relationship building or is it the, the selling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then really figure out how to plug into it's a combination of like having a system to know where you're at with that person um and remind yourself so you're not like if i don't remember to tell them everything today then i'll never remember right right <laughs> that's where <laughs> systems are critical like yes. stop trying to remember it in your head um yeah and then strategies of like okay i have this information how can i break it into bite-sized pieces how can i give it to them in in a pieces that make sense and that feel good and that match when they're where they're ready um and just knowing so you don't have to take mental space mm -hmm. of how do i now what do i do mm -hmm. yes yes <laughs> i did but, i did this and this but now what you know yeah and i think and i think bethany i i see that that's where you really shine is in is in helping people create the system because you know it so well i mean mm -hmm. you're looking at it from a from a ten thousand you know foot angle and and you you already see what that's going to look like for them you can you mm -hmm. can probably even determine early on the people that are going to get stuck in that friend zone and mm -hmm. the beautiful thing is that that the building the relationship makes it so sustainable where where when you can really navigate that the the other side of that spectrum that you described it's very much more transactional so it's right. not as sustainable yes. um so but i i love the way that you have been able to to not only create a system, but it's a system that is really, really heart centered. Cause I know mm -hmm. that that's, that that's where the root of, of everything for you is. You talk a lot about creating those authentic relationships about those strategic connections. So can you talk to us a little bit about why that's so important? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, you touched on it. You know, when we build a relationship with somebody, um, we have, we can keep them in our, our circle mm -hmm. indefinitely, you know, right. assuming right. that we are connected with them when we're trying, when we're acting in that transactional and transactional manner, um, it's, it doesn't feel authentic. And people are like, mm, I got better things to do. Mm -hmm. right? right. I, I, um, I made an example one time and I still feel like this is such a great like metaphor for it. Mm -hmm. When we are acting in that, I like the way you put it transactional. That's a great description mm -hmm. um when we act in that very transactional manner when we when we go and initiate a contact with somebody and we always see them as a prospect or a lead um it's a lot like the birds we watch on national geographic who are like oh there's a mate i'm gonna yeah. dance around them and i don't <laughs> want them to fly off because now's my one chance to get them like i have i literally have a video of a peacock that's like oh my gosh. and he's like you love me <laughs> you know right and 
if they don't like get that that female bird's attention immediately and like she's like okay otherwise she's like mm, never mind she flies off and they never see her again as business owners sometimes we act just like that we're like oh if i don't get to them right now they're gonna fly away and then exactly. they're gone and i have to go get another lead and i'm like if that's yeah. all you see them as it's all you're ever gonna find yeah um and and I think the other side of that spectrum too, Bethany. And I think that's why why the work that you do is even more important. And I didn't mean to interrupt, but I don't want to forget because a lot of times it's there's there's the people that are rushing to you know I call it going for the jugular, right? <laughs> and then there are the people that just they don't follow up. I'm like, why do you go to networking events if you're not gonna follow up? Mm-hmm. What what is mm-hmm. the point? So so it's a dance right? Yes. That you know how to dance really well and you're teaching people how to dance really well. But but what do you see is, especially with the follow-up process, because that just drives me nuts. I, I just tell people, <laughs> listen, I don't know if the bagels at your networking event are a lot better than the one. Mine suck. I, I am not going to go if it's just to mingle and then go home and not do anything. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you, what can you say about the importance of following up? Well, I think specifically, like in the networking space, mm-hmm. this is where, um, you know, that friend zoning tends to happen almost more, but differently. Like they don't identify it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you have happen is, is that people go to a networking event online or offline, doesn't matter. And they'll meet a handful of people. Um, and, but then they don't know what to do about those connections because they're still thinking they're looking for their next customer. Uh, and that's actually a failure in like a, a broken mindset. Um, you're not going to find your next lead at a networking event, What you're going to find is your next business ally. So for, you know, um, and that means you have to build relationship and that takes a little more time than just like, Oh, they are interested in what I do. Let me quickly sell them, you know, mm-hmm. and let's use for an example, a website designer perfect example of like B2B, goes to a networking event, pretty much anybody there could be their prospect because they're other businesses, everyone needs a website. Mm-hmm. Pretty straightforward. And so they'll go, they'll, you know, they'll do their pitch and they just hope someone reaches out and says, hey, I've been looking for somebody. It's pretty rare that happens no. because most of us know somebody who knows somebody who can do a website if we need it. But if you haven't built those relationships, you won't have, you won't be that referral. Right. Um, so it really starts with recognizing that the connections you need to make aren't the people that you can be selling to, but the people who will sell you to others. Um, and, or you can work together and collaborate. I like to say, you know, look for collaborators, Right. look for the people who work with who you want to work with. Right. And then you are less tempted to try and pitch somebody right away you're more interested in what they do and how you can work together like you already have the right mindset in place Mm -hmm. and then from there it's about knowing what you want to do like create a plan a couple steps of like so i'm gonna i'm gonna say you know online is a great example i actually really have come to love virtual networking for this reason i go to a networking event i'll identify two, three, four, sometimes five, if I'm super ambitious, people that I was like, I like the way they talked. I like what they do. There's something about them that sparks my interest, whatever. And I will go find them on LinkedIn. 
have to, you know, if they don't share info, sometimes they do in chats, but if, mm-hmm. they have, if I haven't gotten that and wasn't able to initiate contact, I'll go find them on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they, you know, and I'll say nice meeting today at this event, right? I always make sure I do that so they know where I'm coming from. Um, and then I say, let's have a one-on-one. I initiate contact. Yes. Um, we can't wait for people. We get to go find them. Right. Um, and then, you know, do that initial one-on-one and be sure to get, I'm a note taker, huge yeah. fan <laughs> of notes. Uh, and I have specific questions. Like I literally will do personal background and business are like the three categories I try to have info on. Nice. Learn what they do, how they do it, who they do it with, what got them involved and something about, you know, do they have a family? What do they enjoy doing? Right. Things right. that we can relate to. And I take those notes. I always do a follow-up email. Like if nothing else, do a follow-up if email after else, a one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any easier than that, really. Right. right. And that email is, it was great meeting you today. I, you know, I love that we related to this thing. Would love for us to connect again, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And I like to share, um, I like to ask actually, what is a good way to describe you so I can connect you to other people? Yes. And here's how you can describe me so you can connect me to other people. Good. That's, That's a real Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, genius. I love it. And you know, it's crazy, Bethany, that a lot of people were complaining, you know, people that are, that are very, I think we all are, but, but there are some industries that are much more reliant on networking and mm-hmm. they're out there at networking events. And, and one of the biggest complaints that I heard last year was, you know, there are just no networking events, so I can't do anything. And I'm like, listen, LinkedIn is a 24 seven networking event happening all day where you get to pick who's in the room with you because you get to legitimately connect and, and engage and you get to learn a little bit about them. So I, I love that you said that because I think that it really is, it really is all in the follow-up, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and we hear that all the time. A lot of us don't, don't necessarily subscribe to it, but, or, or understand the importance of it. So what are, what are two other than, than that, which I think that's, a, that's a huge piece, Bethany, what other two or three things can you tell people just to encourage them. I think a lot of times there's, there's a lack of patience with people and that's why they go in for the jugular. They don't Mm -hmm. want to sit and wait for this relationship to, to take hold and to grow roots. How do you, how do you navigate that with your clients? Um, Well, one of the things I tell them is like, okay, how much time are you spending looking for new leads? Um, and a great example of this, I had a, um, a business coach, we were talking and, and, you know, she was trying to decide whether she wanted to work with me or not. And she asked me, she goes, okay, so I have all of these, these connections on LinkedIn. I have all these connections on Facebook. Should I try just messaging all of them and try and get, you know, calls scheduled with them? And I was like, how does that feel when you think about sending out I don't know, 20, 50, (laughs) hundreds, right. Of messages. And she was like, I don't, I don't feel great about it. I was like, okay, so why doesn't that not feel good? That doesn't feel good because we know what it feels like to get those messages. Mm, Right. Like it just makes me curl up immediately. Yeah. Okay. So what feels better can, you know, reaching out to people individually, figuring out, like pick 10 people, 20 people, like really the max 
um, that you really want to connect with, that you're like, those people are cool. Like, mm -hmm. seriously, like that's figure out what feels good and who you want to connect with. And those are likely people that either are your ideal client, because there's a reason why we work with certain people. We right. think they're awesome. Right. <laughs> or they know people, right? Mm -hmm. And reach out and seek to connect in that authentic way and have fun with it. Um, and when we operate in that space, we can fill our calendars, we can connect with real people, and then those relationships actually build value. There's synergy versus the, I'm going to cast a wide net with all these mass messages, which is going to get a very low return, right. which is going to feel really yucky, mm -hmm. which is going to waste a lot more of our time. It's going to piss a lot of people off, but yeah. <laughs> piss a lot of people off. Like, is really the outcome there what you want? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. But I love the way that you put it, Bethany, because I think what happens is that we get into this numbers game situation right and it's like listen this is all about the numbers and but but you're really suggesting that we go for the quality more than the quantity yes yes and, and the key of everything that you just said which i really love is is if you're not enjoying it man just don't freaking do it mm -hmm. right? yes i love it i love it yes. beautiful beautiful thank you for that so bethany i know that you have such a generous heart for service and you're constantly like i said earlier just pouring into your community and helping people succeed uh, i'm super curious where that generous spirit stems from because that always <laughs> comes from a place um well on one hand i could say that it's part of just my my personality mm -hmm. um i'm a huge fan of like what they call the four quadrant personality types or disc for mm -hmm. a lot of people don't right. know that. Um, and I have a very foundational, I'm trying to remember what they, different terms call it something different, but that's more that like people pleasing, people serving personality is really okay. my like base personality. Mm -hmm. um, I gain a lot of value from that. I've also, I've been in sales for so long. <laughs> Uh, she looks guys when you see the video because we will post a video she looks like she's 12 right <laughs> like you hear her say five kids and how long she's been doing things bethany looks like a little girl she probably gets accused of being her children's sister everywhere she goes i, lo yeah. I love that. my I oldest daughter is turning 20 this year oh, if anybody gosh. an idea yes <laughs> and we have been asked if we're sisters yeah yeah for sure <laughs> for sure listen if she doesn't take care um, she's going to look older than you. Any, she's going to pass right by you. Cause you really, Bethany is just gorgeous inside and out, but, but go ahead. I didn't mean Thank to, you. I didn't mean to get off track. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a real quick, funny story about that. Yes. So like talk about, I've been in sales for a long time. Um, so I got involved in a, a number of different direct selling companies, um, in my twenties. And there was one in particular that I was working with for, for many years. I built a pretty good team with. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was like mid to late twenties at the time. And I looked like I was a teenager <laughs> Talk about, I, I look it. young. I, I swear. It. I looked, I, people gave me the look all the time and I got frustrated because I didn't feel like I took, was taken seriously because of it. So I kept joking. I was going to buy one of those like powdered wigs that the, you see like the founding fathers wore. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't be so. taken seriously. I love it. I love it. I was it. like, do I, need a, do I need a, to have white hair for you? <laughs> <laughs> but 
I love it. I love it. No, that's a huge blessing. Trust me. And the only thing, the horrible <laughs> blessing it's going to be. So, so, so that generous, that generous, just spirit, it's, it's just part of your DNA. It really is. And, and so like, and, and to tie back into the comment about, so having been in sales for so many mm -hmm. years, um, I have been taught all the things to do wrong. Yeah. And, you know, but people who were, say they're successful like you know sometimes you hear like later on you find out they weren't as successful as they said they were right um but or people who have found success doing a particular way but it just didn't fit me mm -hmm. no matter how hard i tried no matter how hard i wanted it um it just didn't match and i look around me and i see other people with the same struggles and they have something of so, like that's so amazing I'm like wow. oh my gosh more people need to know about this why don't more mm -hmm. people know about this and they end up giving up because the selling is the part that stymies them. Wow. And it's like, I want them to know there's a way to do this. That, oh. that, you know, that feels real. That feels like I said, we can have fun doing it. We're not feeling gross. We're not feeling like we're having to take advantage of people in order to find success for ourselves. Like mm -hmm. that, you know, what, you know, if you believe in like karma or anything like that, it just doesn't, go well yeah, <laughs> together yeah, yeah so it sounds like like what you're saying is that that because you've learned so much about the wrong way and the right way to do it you just want to you just want to pour into people and and help them understand listen it's just please just just let me serve you let me help you let me help you understand that there yeah. is a right i just love that and i and i got that sense <laughs> from you from from our first conversation and and i just fell in love with your heart so so thank you for saying that out loud because it makes sense. So if I looked you up in the dictionary, Bethany, <laughs> what would it say? <laughs> um, well, I like to think that what it would probably say something like it would have a number of words. Um, and one of those words for sure is tenacious. Mm. Um, I, you know, yeah, I don't like it takes a while for me to finally recognize if I'm going down a path and that's not working because I will, I will push through and make things work, <laughs> which is probably why I've stuck with things as long as I had to be like, okay, that's not successful for me. And then I go this way. I'm like, that is totally different. Yeah. I know the difference. <laughs> um, also caring, like, yes. And we talked about that, you know, yeah. how I care about other people. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and I'd say passionate as well, because mm -hmm. I put all of my energy into the things and the people that I yeah. work with. Yeah, so. I know that. I know that to be true. Good. Thank you. So what is your holy shit factor? Because <laughs> uh, I know what your holy shit factor is, but I want to hear your version. <laughs> Describe to me what that, what that meant again, because I remember so the, seeing it. So the holy shit factor is that, is that that uniqueness and that otherness that you have, that when people hear it, they're like, oh, holy shit, that's so Bethany. <laughs> I am curious what your, what your thoughts on that were. Some, that's one of those things where it's a little harder for me to self-reflect yeah. Um, and, and think about that. I mean, I've heard what some other people have, have told me and, um, it's always, it still surprises me a little bit, I think when I hear what other people say, so can I deflect it to you? I'm yes, curious. Please. Which I listen, I'm, I'm totally, and, and here's what, and again, this is from our first conversation. I remember we had a zoom call. I was running late. I parked at a Starbucks and <laughs> I was in pigeon forge at the time. And we, I just didn't want to hang up. 
So, so, <laughs> so my thing, my, like my description, and you know, I've made uh, introductions. I love connecting you because you, you know, elevate my cool factor. They're like, hey, you know, <laughs> Bethany, are you kidding? This is awesome. Um, it's just all in. Mm. Everything that you do, you're like all in. So when I think of, 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 listen, who is all in in everything when it comes to service, when it comes to, you know, being a stand for your community, which I know you've, you've created a beautiful community around this space of, of wanting to be nurturing and loving and, and helping people succeed, um, whether it's your family, whether it's anything, anything that you do, it's just all in. So, so that to me is your, your holy shit factor. It's like, listen, you can have 10 things on your plate, but you're going to be all in on all 10 of them. And I just love that. I love that because I know it takes, it takes talent and tenacity, as you said, and, and that determination to really be there for people and help them succeed. So awesome. Thank you. That's, that's my version. Okay. So now <laughs> what is, what is the big dream, Bethany? Oh, um, so this is probably not a big shocker for you. Um, the thing that I've always loved the most is meeting people. Shocker. Right. But, um, related to that, you know, when I was in high school, I was able to do a bit of traveling. I got to go to Mexico, you know, Canada as well, which mm -hmm. for us isn't hugely different, but you know, I got to spend some time in Mexico and I got to go to Israel at the time as well. Wow. And, um, it was so impactful. And the thing that I loved the most was meeting people and hearing their stories. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the same? What is different? How are their experiences? How has that led them to believe and think and know what they, what they do? Um, and so along those lines, I really want to do a lot more traveling um, around the world. And I want to take my children to experience awesome. that yeah. as well. So they can get outside of this box of like, you know, what is our, our, our geographic community mm -hmm. um, and really, and really understand that there are people all over the world who think differently, who act differently, who look differently. And yet we are all human beings yes. with very similar emotions and thoughts and feelings and desires. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. And I think it's such an important um, shift in an invitation into a shift in perspective, especially for kids. I, I always tell people, um, that I, I think all children should travel to a third world country before they graduate high school, you know, as a requirement, mm -hmm. uh, just so that, because we see things, you know, I didn't, I didn't, Africa was always in my bucket and I didn't get there till I was 47. And mm -hmm. I came back from completely different because it's the, the, the shit that we worry about that, that is just like not even on their radar. And mm -hmm. that's how, how sheltered we are of, we think that this is, you know, God, it's as bad as it gets. My phone ran out of battery and, you know, right. and, and these are, you know, children that are walking two miles just to get, you know, a bucket full of water so that they can do light. Right. So just, I love that. I love that. So Bethany, how can our audience find you? Mm. Um, I try to be pretty findable. <laughs> yes, 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 you are. So um, I am on Facebook and LinkedIn and I have an Instagram. Um, not as heavy in that, but I, I am on, so on Facebook, I have both my page, uh, business page, which is the follow-up boss, my personal page, which I tell people find me at, which is Bethany and Rachel George. Yes. I have two middle names and it makes people easier to find me. <laughs> exactly. Is it this one? Is this the right one? Right. Right. Um, and then I have a Facebook group in there as well, um, which is called building your community entrepreneurs club. 
Yes. I uh, highly, highly recommend it. I'm going to share the links to all of this when I share the episode, but highly recommend that is a yes. super beautiful resource rich community that you've created there. And I, I, I'm benefiting from it. So thank you for personally, but I, I'm, I just love what you're doing there. Bethany. I really do. <laughs> thank you. And then I have a, I have a YouTube channel as well. And that one's easiest to find with a link because if you search me, you end up finding, I'm not quite up there in SEO yet. Uh, but it is called the follow-up boss as well. Yeah. And I put a lot of content there, which I will try to disseminate to my other locations, but like mm -hmm. the big chunks of information are there for people who want to do a deep dive into what I've created. Yeah. And, and, and again, really great content. I, I love that you're on videos um, all the time, but just sharing so much valuable information. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a school. I always say, you know, you should, you know, VIP that because it really is, it really is a school, but Bethany, thank you for making the time. Yes. Thank you for, for, for sharing so much wisdom and so much love and so much generosity with our audience. Um, any last parting words before we sign off? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I like to tell people is like, when it comes to, you know, follow up is like follow up, what's it? The fortunes in the follow up, right? Yes. Yes. Find a way to make a system to do it. Don't, spend your you know spin your wheels on all this stuff to get leads and then not do something to create that relationship and build them into something bigger um, love it yeah. well said well said <laughs> all right folks so you heard it here go out there and do good and be great and go play outside we'll see you soon